Natasha Tewison, your host here on the Happy Messy Mind podcast. When I was growing up, I hated my life and myself. I thought it would never get better, but it did. I worked hard and created a life I'm proud of, and you can too. I created this podcast for us to share our messy stories and empower each other to embrace our messy minds and find our joy. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to yet another episode here on the Happy Messy Mind podcast. Today's episode is a little bit different than usual. I haven't actually planned this one at all. Usually, I note out most of my episodes. I write down the points I want to make, and I just kind of prepare to make sure that I cover everything I want in the subject that I'm talking about. But today, I just felt like talking free from the heart, like talking to you guys a little bit about what's been going on, where I am in my mental health. So I'm going to start out with telling you guys about my breakdown that I've had over the past month. So maybe two months or a month ago, the end of September, a few months ago, two months ago, I would say, I went to Denmark in hopes of catching a break. I always feel like I go home kind of wanting to be around family. It's like the people who know you the best, where you're safe. You kind of leave all your responsibilities behind and you can just kind of relax and gain focus and clear your mind of unnecessary thoughts and worries. And I always go to the ocean. So I live in Switzerland now where we don't have an ocean. And in Denmark, we have lots of oceans. So I always go to the coast to kind of, I don't know, it's just a place where I feel so connected to my soul. So I went back to Denmark in hopes of gaining all of those things, experiencing all of those things and coming back to Switzerland with kind of a fresh perspective and new energy. And that didn't happen at all. (laughs) Actually, it was quite the opposite. I had, when I came back here, I felt worse than ever. It has been actually one of the the darkest points in a very, very, very long time. So I'm not going to go into detail about exactly what happened, but basically I just ripped up a ton of old trauma and anger and frustrations and anxieties and insecurities. And I just got reminded of the way that I felt so, so, so many years ago which if you've heard my first episode here on the podcast, the introduction episode, you will know everything that I kind of went through. And a lot of those feelings and thoughts came back and it was terrible. And I really felt like all the progress that I've made, everything I've learned over the past years just flew out the window. And it's like I couldn't get it back. I knew that I hadn't lost that knowledge, but I just could not access it in some way. I just felt like so hopeless and so helpless as well and that's a terrible feeling like both of those are really traumatizing and tough feelings to work through so I want to kind of go into more specifically the thoughts that I've been having and how I've been feeling and the struggles but I also want to tell you guys of course and share and maybe help some of you out there with what I did and how I kind of got back to a better place so right now It's a Sunday evening. I have had the best weekend, but I've spent it almost entirely by myself at home. And it's been incredible. And I feel more connected and happier than I have in a very long time. I feel clear about my path in life. I feel clear about my passion, my vision, who I am, what I want. And I feel hopeful that I can get all of those things. So I want to take you guys through the journey. And I hope that you will listen along, even though this episode is not 
as structured and planned as usual but I thought it would be nice I have a cup of tea by my side I hope you guys have a cup of tea by your side or whatever makes you feel calm and enjoy this episode and yeah let's just chat hopeless and helpless or scary feelings like I'm not gonna lie I was scared when I was stuck in those feelings because you kind of worry that you're gonna be stuck in those feelings and you're gonna be stuck in this unhappiness well forever you you fear that you will never feel happy again you feel that you will never experience good things again you fear that you're just gonna be stuck in this circle of negativity and The thing is when you feel hopeless and helpless is that you feel like you can't even help yourself and no one can help you. You feel like no matter what you do, no matter how you try to help yourself, even the tools that usually work for you, like this, the self-care you can usually do to make yourself feel better, you feel like those things are not even going to help. So what's even the point? I felt really like giving up on the sense that why should I even try it's not gonna work nothing's gonna help it doesn't even matter so I struggled a lot when I first came back here a few weeks ago or a few months ago to even like get out of bed or to do anything productive like my self-care was out of control not even existing I couldn't really even have the energy to take a shower and I was like why it doesn't even matter like who cares my apartment was a mess like mess everywhere and all worries and things that I had in my head things that I needed to get done I just couldn't do it I just really let go of myself and it was scary it was uncomfortable I felt a ton of guilt I felt a ton of shame I just felt like a failure and a disaster and I felt very embarrassed and very shameful about the state of me. The thing is when I was back in Denmark and I started to feel these feelings and the anxiousness and the depression creeping in on me I immediately knew that I needed to seek help. So of course I tried to talk to my friends and family around me but the thing is I don't necessarily always feel although the people are always there for me which I greatly appreciate I think they don't always understand and it's not always helpful to talk to people who don't understand you and who give you unintentionally the wrong advice and make you feel even more guilty or even more wrong for having the feelings that you're having. So I sought out help from professionals. I spoke to a therapist or I tried. So I reached out to a a therapist and this person was unavailable at the time, which meant that when I reached out, it took a week before I even got a reply. And that reply was, can you go into detail? Which I then did and it took yet another week to get a response. So of course I tried another way of getting help, another therapist. And it just was really hard. So that was even a point where I was even more hopeless because I was like, look, I'm trying to get professional help here, but I can't even get any help. Like, I, there, No one can help me. I'm so alone and I need help, but it's not here. Like, what, what should I do? What am I supposed to do? I can't stay in this state of mind, but I can't get help. It was so hard and so confusing. My anxiety actually got quite bad. So right before I went to Denmark, I went on a solo travel to Spain. 
by myself for five days, which was a huge challenge and a huge accomplishment for my social anxiety. And I felt so proud. I felt so accomplished. I felt so powerful and strong for doing that. And I had the best time while I was on that holiday. But then that seemed to all fade away. So when I came back from Denmark... I just had like two weeks prior this amazing accomplishment for my social anxiety. But then I came back to Switzerland and I remember I was meeting up with a friend at a bar. We're just going to catch up and we hadn't seen each other in a while. She'd gotten married, which I, of course, attended the wedding. And we just, I, we were met, meeting at this bar and I remember I couldn't, I felt so, so bad, like so negative inside. But I thought... I can, I can do this. I, I can go out. I, I'm fine. I, my social anxiety is not a problem. I just went on vacation by myself. It's fine. But as soon as I approached the door, it was like a sliding door and I didn't know how to open it. So I just, I blacked out. Like I froze and it was so weird. And I texted my friend like, are you inside? Where are you? I was hoping she could meet me outside and she was already inside and she was like, yeah, just come in. I already have a place to sit. And I just, I was like, I, I can't. I can't enter the building. I don't know where the entrance is. I don't know how to get inside. And she was like, oh, do, should I come pick you up? And I was like, yes. Like, I, I know I've, I'm frozen right now. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to get inside that bar unless you come and help me. And I remember feeling such embarrassment and so much shame like during that, but also afterwards. And I was kind of shocked of my of the way that I reacted, I was not expecting that because I thought that my social anxiety was not a problem. And I'd, I'd never had anything like that happen to me. But I think all of the negativity inside of me, all of those bad thoughts, all the insecurities that were creeping up on me and filling my head with anxious and like illogical thoughts, they just caused me to have this like moment of total breakdown. Another thing I've been kind of struggling with over the past weeks is that I got a promotion. I finally started my dream job that I've been working towards for the past like five years. And I am, first, I want to say that I'm so extremely grateful and excited for this job. And I've been doing it for just over a month now, and I love it. I fucking love the job, it's so fun. It's perfect for me. I'm good at it. I enjoy it. The time flies by when I'm at work and it's challenging and it's it's fun. But I've also been relocated to a new destination for this job, which means that I now commute two hours every day to get to work. And if you know anything about me, <laughs> you maybe I maybe have talked about this on the podcast before, but I value and appreciate and prioritize my free time to the extreme. So commuting for me is not a part of a lifestyle that I am interested in. And I know that it's part of working, of course, you have to be flexible to some degree, and I am. But I have really been struggling to come to terms with all of the free time that I am losing every day, because the way that my commute is designed, I'm not really able to do anything with the time. So it's been hard for me because one, I get up super early and come back super late. So I'm already tired when I come out of work. And I just feel like Monday to Friday, I'm living just to go to work. And although I love my job, I have been missing that energy and that time after work to be able to do something that can satisfy the personal me. 
so that's something I've been dealing with as well. It's getting easier now, but it's still something that I hope there will be a solution to one day. And it's something that I still have to kind of work through and figure out how to manage. Another thing I've been struggling with, I know I'm just kind of running through the list of struggles at the moment, but that's what I just want to kind of catch you up on all the things that I've been working through. And I'll get to it in a minute on how I started to feel better because there is a happy ending to this, at least to some degree. <laughs> but another thing that I've been struggling with has been dating. And I've recorded already two episodes about this topic, about ghosting and about why I think online dating sucks. <laughs> and I don't know if these episodes are out already, but they will be or they already are. But basically I have deleted all of my dating apps, online dating apps. So I've always used for the past like three, four years, three, two, three years, been using online dating apps to meet people because in Switzerland in general, it's hard to get in contact with strangers because people don't really feel like comfortable talking to each other. And I'm an introvert very much so, so I don't spend a lot of time around strangers and I don't care to. <laughs> so yeah, but it's just been a struggle. It's cost me a lot of my self-worth and confidence along the way it's just caused me a lot of frustrations I feel myself getting too judgmental but also being judged all the time and it's just haven't brought me any results especially I'd say in the past year I just feel like the dating apps are getting worse and worse and worse so either way I have decided to delete it all and take a break from dating and I feel like this is also a huge contributor to me feeling more free and feeling better about myself and just feeling less, I'm spending less energy worrying about this stuff and being frustrated. Don't know if I'll be getting back on the online dating apps, probably eventually, but I said for now, at least till the end of this year, I'm not going to. And maybe I'll meet someone organically or maybe I'll fall back into the trap of the dating apps. We will see. I'll, of course, give you guys an update. But now I think it's time to get on to all the things that I did to bring myself out of my dark place. First off, I am and I've always been a huge advocate for therapy. So therapy for me is a huge contributor to feeling better, learning and understanding about yourself, having somebody neutral validate your feelings and your thoughts and your struggles, having somebody to give you insight on where they come from and having somebody offer you solutions or tools on how to deal with them. So therapy for me is always something that I go to immediately when I start to feel like my mental health is out of control. So of course, I'm going to attribute a lot of the reasons why I'm feeling better to therapy, even though because of the struggle in the beginning, I haven't even had that much of it yet. But I just feel like having the safety net or having someone to talk to who will listen and who will un can understand you and who can give you some valuable insights back, it just helps me. It makes me feel safe. It helps me feel like I can be stronger because of that and I can I don't know it makes me feel hopeful and it helps a lot so of course that's a big reason but also because of all the knowledge that I've gained over the therapy through the years and over just reading and listening and learning about mental health in general I've learned a lot about myself what helps and what makes me feel better what's kind of where my thoughts are coming from so some of the things that I know work for me when I start to feel bad mentally is one a lot of alone time so a 
big, huge theme that I'm kind of working through right now, which I think is a big reason why I had such a good weekend this week, is because I've prioritized my time with myself. So being alone, being by myself, doing all the things that I love to do in my own company and kind of the more time I spend working with myself, by myself, I tell myself like, oh, this is awesome. You're fun. You're good to be around. I tell myself really loving and and great affirmations throughout the time that I do spend on myself. Because of course, when I'm alone, I spend a lot of time in my head, but I try to have the thoughts that are going on in my head be very positive when I'm by myself. And they are naturally positive because when I'm by myself, I choose to do things that I want to do. I don't have anyone telling me, oh, let's do this. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I do all the things that I love to do. And that makes me feel like me. And that's a good feeling. So I am someone who feel a lot of pressure socially to always be available to always say yes to always participate to always show up to always go out I feel a lot of the time because of the way that I grew up in the society generally there's a lot of pressure to be social a lot and to be extroverted and to be active and to have this kind of full life full of activities all the time and full calendar and social life and all these things and for me it just doesn't work that way like I can't function that way my social battery is not that big and it gets drained very easily (laughs) it takes a lot of time to recharge so I can't get out there and be social every weekend and every second evening of the week like I need a lot of time by myself and I am finally prioritizing that and I'm finally realizing the power of prioritizing that so because I took the weekend off this weekend I was able to fully charge my battery I was able to connect with myself feel myself again and create all that joy around me because of the things that I was doing that I was really enjoying I'm not saying that I don't ever want to be social, that I'm going to cut out everyone and that you should do that too. I'm not saying that at all. It's very important to have people around you. It's very important to build and kind of nurture your relationships. It is important to be social and to have people around you, but you can decide on your own. It's not important how much or how little you do that. It's not important how much or how little you are social. It's just important that you do care for your relationships, of course. The other thing that I've realized is who I spend my time with. So not only prioritizing more time for me, but also prioritizing, okay, so the time that I am going to be social, who am I going to be social with and what are we going to be doing? So all the things that I felt pressured to do before, like going to a, a party with people that I don't really like or connect with, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not going. If it's a party with my best friends and I'm going to be really excited for it and I'm going to want to go and it's going to bring me something, some kind of fulfillment, I'm going to go, of course. But if it's a party that I'm not interested in with people that I'm not interested in, I'm not going to go. I'm going to stay at home by myself and I'm going to be happy with it. Or if it's people that, you know, part of a group maybe or certain friends that you have or acquaintances that ask you out for coffee, but you already know that conversations with them are draining or sometimes they want to talk to you about more private stuff but then when you share with them they kind of turn 
everything against you or the, the advice that they give you or the insights that they give you are not helpful at all and you actually end up feeling kind of guilty or kind of like you are wrong for the way you are that's not happening anymore I'm not going to those kind of coffee dates anymore I'm spending less time with those people there are people who are not meant to be your friends that you like they can be your acquaintances you can see them every once in a while you can see them in a group setting but you cannot spend your valuable time on them and this is just something that I'm really kind of thinking about recently and I'm really trying to be very structured and be very specific with where I spent my time and how I spent my time and yeah it's just it's worked for me because I feel like all that pressure and all the drained kind of times you come home after a social thing that you didn't even want to go to I've cut that out and I'm spending more time with myself which I'm feeling happy about and I'm spending less time with people that I don't connect with and this is very helpful I realized that I just went on a complete tangent about that. I'm sorry if that was long, but it's it's very important. I feel like that's one of the biggest reasons that I started to feel better is because I'm listening to myself and my needs. Another thing that I've been doing is I'm by nature a very creative person. I love creative things and I'm creative in so many different ways. So being that I wanted to be more at home, I wanted to spend more time with myself, I needed to figure out what do I want to be doing? I don't want to just sit at home and be bored because that's going to cause me to think a lot of negative things and to feel like there's something missing in my life. So I was trying to figure out like what are the things that I want to do? What are the things that can help me? And of course creative things is part of that. So I moved into my new apartment this summer, you may know, and I have been decorating my apartment. So this week, for example, and last week, I have just been painting my heart out. <laughs> I've been painting all kinds of colors and circles and squares around my apartment. Of course, I've already planned it all. Like it's not, I'm just going crazy with the paintbrush, but it's like, I'm just decorating my apartment. I'm listening to podcasts or to music while I'm doing this. And I'm doing something that ha doesn't have to do with any other people, that doesn't have to do with technology. I'm just there with the brush, my hands, and something nice to listen to in my ears. And just having my th space to just enjoy that time. I don't even know how to quite describe it, but it's kind of med meditating in a way. or It's just really... I don't know. I've been really enjoying it. It's giving me some fulfillment to do all my creative stuff. And it's giving me also a break from worrying about all the things that go on in my head. It's kind of like clicking pause on my thoughts. So that's been very helpful. I kind of feel like I already went through most of the things that have kind of helped me over the past months. I think the main point that I want to get across here is that the more you listen to yourself, the more you show up for yourself, the more you honor your values and your needs, the more you build your self-love, the more you build your self-respect. And self-love and self-respect create a lot of confidence, create a lot of happy feelings in your head and in your soul. And it helps for all the negativity to kind of diminish. So that's my main point is it doesn't matter specifically what I did, like what specific things that I painted or that I, I don't know, spent time by myself or that I cancel certain things. It doesn't matter. It matters to you what listening to yourself, what you need, listen to 
what your heart is telling you that you want what do you want honor that listen to that follow that and don't be shamed or guilted or pressured into doing a ton of things that society expect of you or that your friends or family expect of you everyone else's expectations don't matter you need to set expectations for yourself and you need to show up for yourself if you can't show up to for yourself you can't show up for other people and you're not going to get better by listening to other people's needs you're going to get better by listening to your own needs so that's I think just a message that I want to send you off with today and I wish you all the best of luck I'm giving you a huge virtual hug I'm here for you if you need anything I believe in you I know you can do this because I feel like I had those thoughts that I cannot do this but I could So if I can do it, you can do it too. And if you need anything, I'll be here. As always, you can write me a message on Instagram at Natasha Tuesen, N-A-T-A-C-H-A-T-H-U-E-S-E-N. I also started posting on TikTok now in order to share kind of my journey on mental health and the thoughts and things that I learned. It's the same handle there. Or you can send an email to the Happy Messy Mind podcast at happymessymind at gmail.com. Feel free to use whatever method you want to contact me if you need anything. And as always, I'm really grateful that you listened to this episode. I'm so happy to be back posting on podcasts and creating podcast episodes. It feels so amazing to finally get all the thoughts out of my head, but also to be sharing with you guys. I really hope that this helps anyone out there because I know for myself... When I was younger, but also sometimes now, I need people to share their real thoughts and their real feelings and their raw, vulnerable sides. And I feel sometimes it's scary to do it, but it's worth it. And I hope that it helps someone. And as always, I hope you're having a beautiful day and I will talk to you very soon. Mm -hmm.